The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the NBA Gambling Podcast, MLK Day Bingo Boards, $100 gift card for every bingo hit. Details exclusively on the SGPN app. Driver, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb as we barrel down ever closer to the NASCAR regular season 2023 style, it is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, and as always, there is plenty of racing things to talk about as we move ever so closely to the clash at the L.A. Coliseum to kick the whole damn thing off. Cody, buddy, I am ready to rock for this, man. I, I, it's only a couple more weekends, and then we're ready to go. Not long at all. It's actually less than three weeks until the clash, the Coliseum. We're down to 20 days. Man, Rod, it's almost here. We're going to be full swing into this. Obviously, the week of the of the clash, we'll have our, our normal scheduled programming with our, our betting and our DFS talk. And yeah, so 20 days until the uh, clash, the Coliseum. I'm getting super pumped for that. Like I said, that's less than three weeks away. Um, so we're not very far at all. And then the Daytona 500, uh, only 34 days. Um, so let's take a look at the number 34 currently driven by Michael McDowell. Of course, he won the Daytona 500 in that car just two seasons ago. Uh, snapping is, man, I don't even remember how many races, 300 plus races. I think he had started, uh, in the cup series without winning, and then finally gets that first win as the Daytona 500 doesn't doesn't get much better than that. Um, but this car has seen a lot of action, like we've seen some of the numbers lately here. Um, 1,147 starts in the Cup Series wow. uh, in this car number. Five wins, um, 574 top 20 finishes in this car. That's more than we've seen some of the numbers we've talked about even have starts. <laughs> so that's pretty crazy. Um, the most notable driver of the number 34 car um, with 469 races and one win, Wendell Scott um, raced this car. So obviously he raced back in the 60s and 70s um, and was a, an African-American driver, right? So he really paved the way um, 
still obviously something that's that's taken a long time to to really get over right we've not really had many here in the past how many years of course we have Bubba Wallace now uh filling that role but but Wendell Scott was was the OG African American uh Cup Series driver back in the day and 469 starts that's more starts than we've seen some of these car numbers make right so he's uh he he was around for a long time um completed over 97,000 laps in his career um and yeah, he had the he had the one race win. Uh, Michael McDowell is second on the list. He's of course currently racing the car. He's at 180 starts. David Reagan drove this car for 109 starts. Also with front row, they've had this number 34 in the series um, for quite some time. Chris Busher made 42 starts in this car. He's obviously now over out Roush Fenway, right? He won the the race last year at Bristol, um, and he got a win in the number 34 car. Actually, I believe that was his Pocono win on a fog shortened race uh not something you see too often there but that one was called uh, early due to fog uh john andretti um a big name in motorsports obviously uh he made 38 starts in this car um david gillen made some starts in this car we talked about him the other day with the 38 car uh todd's father of course landon castles made some starts uh travis quapel brett moffett dick Beatty. That's that's quite the name. He he made some starts here. Uh, Tony Raines, Dick Trickle, Todd Bodine, Randy LaJoy. That's Corey LaJoy's dad. Um, man, and there's uh yeah, you just go through this list again. It's crazy some of these these guys that just made one start in these random car numbers every once in a while. But Fireball Roberts made a start in this car. Uh, Joe Weatherly, Justin Marks. You may know him as owner of Trackhouse. He he used to be a race car driver, and he made one start in this. Uh, Joe Nemechek, be the father of John Hunter Nemechek, made a start in this one. Uh, 75 different drivers have made a start in the Cup Series in the number 34. Uh, 882 races in Ford. That's by far uh, leading that category. Chevrolet's at 250. And then Plymouth had 23 starts. Buick, Dodge, uh, Kaiser's on here. Nash Motor Company, a start in Pontiac, Hudson, Chrysler. Um, so yeah, a number that's, that's been around a while, uh, first race, June 19th of 1949. And then of last race, obviously at Phoenix this past season as, as McDowell was still currently, uh, racing that number, man, you listed off some, like, <laughs> just, there's a lot, a lot, quite a few, I mean, notable names, yeah. right. And, and, or guys of, uh, current ilk, right. That, that are either still racing or their fathers race this car, right. Uh, Travis Quapple, a name that I listed there. We're going to talk in a few minutes about his son, uh, Carson, who's, who's kind of an up and comer and, and yeah, the Nema checks, the LaJoy's. Um, so yeah. So this number has been, it's been used very well over the years and it's 1147 starts. That was the name I was going to bring up too, Travis Quapple. I've heard that name in forever. Been a minute now. Yeah. It's starting to starting to hear it a little bit more now that, now that Carson's kind of coming up through the ranks and stuff, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, not a, not a name you really have heard much lately. No, no, and I, you know, that's the thing about this. As we get down into the numbers, it's going to be, uh, it's just going to be more and more and more as we get down into it, because a lot of these numbers now, as we start getting down into the twenties, especially, have some very storied histories. Um, we we didn't get to the forty three, unfortunately. We the forties kind of evaded us uh, last week, as we didn't necessarily get into the into the bigger 40 numbers but right, yeah uh, we ended up yeah it's that's the thing about doing it this way of course you're gonna miss some numbers obviously because of of just the way it works but 
Um, we're not we're not seven days a week yet, anyways. You know, maybe someday, but uh, <laughs> if they pay us enough, we'll be here every day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we did we didn't miss some of those big numbers like forty three, but. Next offseason, maybe we'll end up hitting some different numbers than we hit this year, right? There you go. See, that always so thinking you ahead. just have to stick with us a whole other year. Yeah, you are. Um, all right, let's uh, let's do this. Let's step away for a break. Uh, we've, we've taken care of the history portion. We'll get to some news, some notes, some relevant stuff as we start to grind down toward the actual betting part of, uh, of this show. We're and again, we're so thankful that you stuck with us through the off season and just all the folks that have downloaded this show, listen to this show, talk to us about this show. Even though it's been almost two months now with nobody on the track, uh, you guys are amazing. So we'll we'll just continue to grind on until we do have more odds to talk about. But let's step away for a break real quick, and when we come back, we'll talk about some news and some notes. But as always, let's tell you about WinBet. It's the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. Plus, the NFL playoffs are raging on right this second. Great promos, odds, payouts, all happening right now at WinBet. Are you ready to play? Sign up today. You're going to get a special offer. Bet $100 and win, or yeah, bet $100 and get $100. Limited to state availability. So much to choose from, and all you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions winbet.com. Must be 21 or older. Presence here. Play through winbet is available. If you or somebody knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Cody, I want to kick off the news part of this because I got super excited the other day when I woke up in the morning and I saw on my Twitter feed one Jimmy Johnson tweet out the, I guess, 3D over or schematic or I don't know, whatever. It was a 3D model of what his new 84 car is going to look like with that slick Carvana wrap around it. Cody, I love the simplicity of that car i love the elegance of that car i love that the 84 harkens back uh, as far as font wise in my opinion anyways i don't know maybe maybe i'm wrong i'm not a fontist i'm not somebody who studies fonts for a living but I, that 84 does have a a tinge of that 48 feel from back in the day as far as the font is concerned obviously not straight up the 48 but if you look at it close enough, to me, it, it kind of looks like if I just squint my eyes and turn upside down, I can see that old 48 on there. But um, overall, like I said, with Jimmy kind of uh, modeling that 3D view of the car, it just looks like I'm so ready to see it on the track, man. I cannot wait to see Daytona. I, he probably won't be in the clash, though, right? I mean, I, I haven't heard anything Yeah, it about sounds him. like he's not planning on entering uh, from what he had said. So yeah. unless that changes, I don't think we'll see him there. That sucks. But, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to watch that thing on the track. I'm ready to see him do his thing. Man, I, I kind of want him to just go full-time and just say, you know, like, let's go. I'm ready. Well, if he wins Daytona 500 uh, or you think he's probably going to be in, at Auto Club, right? I think that's the, the second or third race of the season because that's going to be a home race for him. So, Wins one of those, you got to think maybe he considers it, right? Because that would basically put him in the playoffs at that point if he can get the waiver, which I don't think NASCAR would have a problem granting. Yeah, you think? <laughs> mm, I don't know, Jimmy. You mm, haven't really Jimmy. done enough for the sport. I think we should probably just go ahead sounds, and. Sounds like they're already kind of planning on uh, on giving him whatever he needs. Mm, so uh... room's full, Jimmy. I don't know that we can do this for you. 
Yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't think that's going to be a problem for him. And uh, speaking of him, actually, I had some info here. He is going to be participating in um, – so there is a tire test actually next week. It would be the 24th through the 25th. Yes, yeah, so that would be next Monday and Tuesday, I believe it is. Um, and it's going to be Chastain, Keselowski, Bell, Logano, Jones, and Stenhouse um, that are doing the tire test there. But Jimmy Johnson is also going to be there and be allowed to – um, and we saw this rule exercised last year with Kimi Raikkonen um, come in and be able to get that extra test time, basically, just because he's not been in a next-gen car, gives him some time on the track to learn the car. So he'll be there with the tire test, not testing tires, but just testing for himself, getting comfortable in the car. Um, and so that, uh, so I think he's actually going to be, oh, I'm sorry, that's, so the Coda tire test is next Monday. That's Cindric Reddick and Kyle Bush doing that. The Phoenix um, test is next. Is the one that's next week, and that's the drivers I mentioned. That's where Jimmy Johnson is going to be allowed um, under that that rule. The select driver test rule is what it's called, um, and so he'll be allowed to test that car um, and get it out there on the track. But as far as what you were saying with the car, looks so smooth. It's almost like kind of the old video games you think back in the day, right? And they had like like the five like basic options of like your your base paint layer, you know, and then you can add the paint colors to certain things where it's got like the stripes over the tires and then the stripe that kind of comes up on the side. Um, and then they got the yellow 84 on the top, right? That's kind of a throwback to the, the yellow numbers that he had a lot of times in the 48 back in the Lowe's day, uh, Lowe's days. So yeah, it, it's smooth. The... The font on the numbers, I love. There, there's been some good ones like Kyle Busch um, and what RCR did with that number eight this year is one where the font looks really nice. I, I like it. I know a lot of people don't like the numbers slid forward, but it looks so smooth. And there's certain paint schemes where they take advantage of that, and they really do with the Carvana logo where it stretches it out across the, the car um, and looks so nice. So, yeah, if you've not seen that, definitely go – check it out because it is a beautiful car and it's going to look really good on the track. Uh, especially when we know that uh, Jimmy Johnson's behind the wheel, right? Hell to the, yeah. Like I said, <laughs> I cannot wait for this to happen. Yeah, absolutely. So excited. Um, yeah. I mean, we've obviously espoused our love for Jimmy Johnson on here already. And uh, yeah, just to see him back and, and it would be that way with any, you know, legend of the sport, right? He's a seven time champion, Dale Earnhardt. You've heard of him, right? Richard Petty, you've heard of him, right? They're the only bit. other two to do it. So he's in that same class, the only other person in that class with them as a seven-time champion um, on the driver's side of things. And so, yeah, he uh, he is going to be so much fun to see back out on the track. And I think that a lot of people are very excited about that. Indeed. All right, all right, all right. I know our listeners are like, enough of the Jimmy Johnson already. We know you love him. We know you can't wait to watch him. So uh, I guess we'll just move on. Cody, where do you want to take us next? <laughs> well, next up, um, some Daytona 500 news. Um, Travis Pastrana is actually going to be making an entry into the Daytona 500 for 2311 racing. So owned by Denny Hamlin, Michael Jordan, of course, uh, Bubba Wallace and Tyler Reddick are their full-time drivers. They're going to be adding a third ride um, for Travis Pastrana to to jump over there and attempt the 500. Um, that's going to put us over 40 known entries, I think. Um, 
I was trying to pull up the list here and see how many entries we're at, but there is a lot. <laughs> like all I of know them? that. Everybody yeah, I think, all uh, full? Yeah, we're at well over 40. So it, we've talked about that before, right? Only 40 make the race. So it's going to be something to keep an eye on all week between qualifying, between the dual races. Um, but Travis Pastrana, not really a rookie to NASCAR as far as that goes. He's not made a Cup Series start yet, so this will be his first start in the cup series, but he has made five starts in the truck series in his career. And he's made 42 Xfinity series starts. So he actually ran a full season back in 2013, um, four top tens and a pole award um, led five laps that, that year. So nothing too crazy as far as that goes um, in the truck series, no top tens in any of those five starts. So not necessarily crazy, you know, yeah, I, you know, and it's a super speedway, so we'll, we'll see. But I don't think you're going to probably put much on him to win or anything like that. But it's always cool to see these types of drivers. Um, we've had the conversation lately, right? All this this crossover stuff with the Kimi Raikkonen's coming to NASCAR. You know, we've had it with the Juan Pablo Montoya's, with the Danica Patrick's, and then our guys going over to IndyCar, right? With We talked about all the guys who've run the double with the Andretti and Stewart and Kurt Busch and Kyle Larson's going to be doing it soon. Travis Pastrana, another one of those guys, he's a motorsports competitor, right? That's that's how he's listed on Wikipedia. Um, and a stunt performer, he's won championships, he's won X Game gold medals, he's done supercross, motocross, freestyle motocross, rally racing. Um, he runs the Nitro Circus uh, and the rally Nitro Rallycross series. Um, so, yeah, he's... He's been all over the place in all kinds of different things um, and not a stranger to NASCAR. Like I said, between between the, the trucks and Xfinity series, he's made 47 career starts. Um, so this will be his first uh, Cup Series start, but it's another another big name in motorsports that it's good to see coming to NASCAR, giving it a shot. He's going to be in a decent car, right? 2311, they know what they're doing, especially their uh, super speedway program, right? Look at what Bubba Wallace has done in that lately, arguably been, well, not even arguably been one of the best at super speedways. Um, and so, yeah, exciting to see, see what Pastrana will be able to do if, if he's able to make the race. Um, obviously that's going to be the struggle, right? Is, is all these guys making the race still waiting for, um, for NASCAR to extend it to 43 entries, right? That's what we, we talked about that before in hopes um, but unfortunately I, I don't think that that's going to be the case. Okay. And then I did find the list here. So you have the 36 chartered cars, right? We know those drivers, we know those cars who, who all is going to be there. Um, and then the confirmed entry open entries, the number 50 car, the, the TMT racing car, that's going to be entered. We don't know the driver yet, but it will be there. Austin Hill will be in the, uh, 62 car for beard motorsports. Uh, Jim, Jimmy J Johnson, some, uh, whoever this guy, Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson. Who's that? Yeah. He's going to be obviously in the legacy MC car, right? Um, in the number 84, Zane Smith is entering a third entry for front row motorsports. Um, and then this will add to that list and be the 41st confirmed guy with Travis Pastrana. Um, and then there's, uh, tobychristie.com. They do a really good job with, with NASCAR info and they've got, some possible entries listed here. Uh, colleague, are they going to run a third car? Potentially. 
Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see that. Team Hesburgh, they entered the Daytona 500 last year. They entered all the road course races, right, with the 26 and the 27 car. That's potentially two cars. Uh, New York Racing has talked about making an entry in the 44 car, so we'll see. Um, and then you have the MBM cars, right? That's the the Timmy Hill. Um, they own that. The Hill brothers do, and they usually have the 55 and the 66. Will that be a rate entered? Um, and then, of course, Trackhouse Racing, they've got that Project 91 car. Is that the Elio Castronova's entry? There's a good chance he's going to be running the Daytona 500, right? Um, so going to be interesting to see already at 41. So not everybody's going to make the race, of course, and expected to be possibly 47. We could have up to 50 entries where 10 drivers don't even make the 500. That, that would be pretty crazy. It's been a while since we've seen that. I, I remember when I was a kid, there was always – You'd get even at random Kansas Speedway race, there'd be, you know, 47, 48 cars trying to qualify. At the time, it was the 43 car field. But in the 500, you'd see 50, 60 entries uh, of trying to make that field because the payout is 10 times that to Daytona 500, what it is. Any other race, and of course, the prestige, right? You're on TV a lot more. You've got a better chance at getting a decent finish. We talk about that how anybody can finish good, anybody can win those races. So, uh, yeah, man, Daytona 500 news. It's ramping up. We're getting so close. 34 days, Rod. It cannot get here fast enough. It literally cannot. And you talk about Travis. I think people know him more for his motocross uh, exploits because that yeah. that seems to be where I remember hearing his name more often than not, obviously, on the on the tracks and the, the two-wheel uh, circuits and stuff. But, yeah, Talking about the the Daytona 500 entries, yeah, I mean, I remember when I first started watching in 2003, they were they were turning away, you know, dozens of cars at that point, just just saying, well, you know, we can't fit everybody in there, and that was before that was before uh, a lot of the the changes that they made to uh, qualifying and everything like that, and of course now with the the Bush shootouts or the, the I don't know the Bush shootouts anymore the Budweiser shootouts the, duel, oh, the, the duels. duels it's they used to be Gatorade I don't think they are I don't anymore. think they are anymore yeah it's they were like the blue green duels. vacations or something weird last year but all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff yeah but yeah, the other duels and and then having all that pared down yeah I mean look I, I love it I love the wild wild west nature of it I love that this sport is becoming uh something to aspire to again I I do enjoy just the the way now that they're sort of giving it back to the drivers and saying all right well if you can make it you can make it you know and i yeah you're right i'd love to see at least daytona stretch back out again but not only that but i believe as betters it actually gives us more to to pay attention to also because you know if we on a week to week basis i guess have more and this is where we we talked about with the books right having the books sort of expand in much of the same way that nascar is expanding again right i mean it just we would need to see more uh, an expanded menu of options, you know, more drivers to choose from, not just the same five or six every single week, you know, open it up to every single driver, find an angle to get there because I feel like if you build it, they will come much like this Daytona 500 field, you know, they, they're opening it back up again. And they're letting more and more people start to kind of toss their hat back in the ring. Do that it, for books. Betters open that up for us again. Let us, let us bet on, the Jimmy Johnsons of the world. Okay, they're going to let us bet on those. But let us let us bet on the Travis Pastranas of the world, right? Can he make it? Like, you know, give us odds to will they even make it, right? Well, I'm people degens enough to to bet on something like that. Will they make the Daytona 500? Will they make 
this race? Who will not qualify? A lot like uh, um, F1 does in that instance where they kind of give us a, you know, will they qualify in the top 10 or will they qualify? You know, just stuff like that. Like, you know, open the books up for, for way more this season. There, I think there's people hungry enough to have it. Much like there's people hungry enough to race in these races. You know, betters are, are getting smarter. There's more access now to more books legally. So, you know, get out of your own way, books, and start allowing folks to, to bet on way more in-depth parts of this sport rather than just top five, top three wins and, you know, stuff like that, head-to-heads. You you nailed it, man. It's, oh, that's what we need, right? We just need more. We need more options. And, yeah, we've seen it in Formula One. And so that's where it's going to come. And we started to get that a little bit last year, right? The qualifying bets. That was never something we ever had previously. We didn't even have at the beginning of the season, but as the season kind of went on, I think they saw the success with the F1 um, formula, with, as you, if you will, um, uh, and how the qualifying bets work with that. And then they put NASCAR bets up there. And, yeah, that, that was a good time to be had. And so hopefully it just continues to build on that and get – even head to heads in qualifying and all these other things that we can get. We could F1, uh, even you get head to head in practice who has faster times. Now, NASCAR is a little bit different as our practices aren't really what they used to be. And so maybe you won't get that quite, but um, just, yeah, there, there's more options to be out there. And hopefully, as NASCAR continues to grow, betting continues to grow, right? And, and if you're new to the show, right, betting's become legalized in, in a few states since. Through the new year, a lot of you know things pass and a lot of stuff starts on January 1st, things like that. So there's even more places now that can bet than could last year. And so if you're looking to get into it or you're going to be going to a race and stuff like that, welcome, first of all. But second, yeah, it's just going to continue to grow and get better and better and give us more options. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to that. Indeed. Uh, all right, Cody, I, I know that we were going to touch on also the uh, the newest arca driver so uh maybe we want to hit on mr freddie munoz mr malcolm in the middle talked a lot about him uh of, well they talked a lot about him on the broadcast they even brought him in i think to the fox booth to the fox or the nbc booth it was one of the booths that had him in remember. there i don't, yeah, I don't remember what trace i feel like on, it but... was fox it only makes sense because i think malcolm in the middle was a fox show um, it was so yeah. that would make more sense yeah so frankie munoz obviously the the guy the malcolm in the middle famed uh actor Decided he wanted to go full-time racing, and uh, Arca is going to be where he lands. Um, he's been a long-time race fan. I mean, it's it's something that he's been well-versed in, in saying. He's been to races before as a kid, and, um, you know, obviously he, he couldn't necessarily race as an actor, but now that he's out of the craft uh, full-time, he's jumping into a ride. This is interesting because we've only seen this a couple of times, Cody. I don't think we've ever really seen the, the big switch from, like, a a mainstream actor to a uh, race car driver stick. I mean, most of these race car drivers have been racing since they were, you know, little, little, little kids and not necessarily, you know, running right. around in golf carts or, or, or uh, carts. So for Freddie to do this, one, I'll, I'll be interested to see how he does, uh, especially in ARCA. And then two, I want to see if, um, well, just if he can transition to to anything higher than that. You know, I'd like to see him race some trucks and maybe get up in the Xfinity, but I don't know. Is a full-time cup ride, do you think, is in the future? What What are we thinking about this? <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. 
Um, he, yeah, he's, I, I, I doubt that we would see something like that, but great to see him get into to racing, which he's liked. Now he's been in racing on and off over the years, right? Um, and I, I don't remember if we mentioned it in passing last week, but um, he was at the Daytona 500 in 2001, um, t- was talking to Dale Earnhardt Sr. on the grid there before the race. Of course, that's a race where we lost Sr. Uh, in the race later on that day. Um, he rode in the pace car that day. So he's been around NASCAR a long time. At the time, he was just a kid, right? Malcolm in the middle. Um, and then, then he starred in Agent Cody Banks as well, um, as Agent Cody Banks, rather. Um, but he's run kind of in some random, just racing things on and off here and there. Um, the Toyota Pro Celebrity Race that's held in Long Beach, he's raced that quite a few times. Uh, he's done some some Champ Car Atlantic Series stuff. Um, he actually um, broke his back, his ankle, and had a pin inserted in his hand following a crash um, back in 2009. Uh, where he was racing. So that was kind of the end of that for a little while. He kind of stepped away um, as recently as a couple of years ago. He was the drummer of an indie rock band uh, named Kingsfoil. So he's, I mean, I guess if you, you get, you know, the, your childhood star, right? You, you get some money banked up then you can kind of just go around and do whatever you want to after that. <laughs> um, but he he's always been a huge racing fan. He's always wanted to continue to do more in racing. Um, and then this opportunity, uh, came up and yeah, he says it's been 12 years since the last time that he was, was actually racing. So it's been a while, but going to get back in the car there. We're doing some ARCA testing at Daytona this past week. So I saw a video clip of him getting in the car and, and getting comfortable with that. Um, but yeah, and he's 37 years old, so no spring chicken, of course. Um, it, it would be pretty shocking to see him to see him rise up. Maybe he'll make some cup starts here and there if he's got some backing behind him and and stuff. Which he, you know, based on on who he is, he might be able to to get some some backing or type of ride like that. But um, it's going to be Rhett Jones Racing is the is the car he's going to be racing for, um, or the team he's rather he's going to be racing for in the ARCA series. If you don't know what the ARCA series is. We got the, the big three, right? It's the Cup Series. You step down, it's the Xfinity Series. You step down, it's the Truck Series. And then below that, it's kind of a, a tiered system that goes off, but but ARCA is generally respected as basically like fourth. A, a lot of drivers will race in ARCA before they move up into the Truck Series. So that's kind of fourth in the pecking order. There's a lot of different ways you can come up to NASCAR below those series, of course, but, but that's basically where it stands. So almost like a a single A type of uh, baseball club, right? All the way down there kind of at the bottom, but um, it it is competitive and and that's where a lot of people get their start as they continue to move up. So we'll see how he does. He's going to race full-time in that. Um, That's a 20 race season and they do race at Daytona. Um, So February 18th will be the race there. I think a lot of times, I want to say ARCA is usually on FS1. I think FS1 has the rights um for arca so you can usually watch the races on there throughout the season but i know they are televised so definitely something you'll be able to watch if you would like to uh and see see how frankie does and and follow his season wouldn't it be great if they let us bet on arca is there are there lines oh man that's yeah that's another thing as we continue to get into this i would really really like to see arca odds because arca racing is fun when i was growing up as a kid uh my grandparents had season tickets to, to Kansas Speedway. 
We went down there for everything, anything that came to race there. Indy cars, uh, the truck series would come by themselves every once in a while. Uh, Arco was there a lot. We went and saw so many Arco races there. Um, and that's it was a super fun series to watch. You don't necessarily know all the names, right? It's not the household names, but there's a lot of good drivers and people who, who don't have the funding to move up but are, are good at driving. And then you got some people who maybe don't shouldn't be there and have the funding, but they are there, right? You're going to get that mixture at that level. But um, it was always some some really good racing and fun to watch. Um, and so, yeah, if we could get some some odds going in the ARCA series eventually here, that's kind of one of the next big steps too, right? We've got the big three series, and the options are getting better and better, right? We get truck series. We get Xfinity series. Uh, we get head-to-heads in those. We get the winners. We get some top tens and, and fives here and there, stuff like that. So, yeah, let's let's keep keep making it bigger, right? Keep expanding. Get us, get us some Arca Series odds and let us bet on Frankie Muniz, uh, Malcolm in the middle here, right? I feel like today all I am is the cheerleader and the spokesperson for getting more bets on the books. Like I feel like <laughs> that's all I'm good for today is like, hey, books, this by the way. This is actually a pitch for WinBet. We're just recording this show, <laughs> and we're going to send this to WinBet and be like, okay, here's all the things that you need to be adding this year for, for our betting uh, uh, racing betting. Yeah, I, that's like I feel like all I'm doing today is just saying, "Hey, books, let's put some more stuff out there." That's that's my that's my cheerleading role today. But no, look, I would love to see I would love to see him do some good stuff. I mean, obviously, I'm a fan of anybody that's trying to inject themselves into into the sport and and basically, you know, just uh, uh, wanting to race and for racing's sake. And if he's a good enough racer, yeah, I'd love to see him get a truck ride and. I mean, I'm not sure, and we start seeing head-to-heads on him or whatever, and it's like, well, okay, now the more the more he starts racing, the better off I think we'll be. But, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to watch Again, his, his just, ascension. I mean, we we talk about, like, cross-racing stuff, right? And it's it's nice to get the F1 guys over here. Maybe you pull in a, a Kimi Raikkonen fan to watch the NASCAR race, right? Well, this is, you know, you're getting people of a fan on TV, right? They watched him, Malcolm in the Middle, loved the show for years or whatever. I had so many people send me the article last week or whenever it was that was announced like, hey, look, Malcolm in the Middle is going to be racing in a NASCAR series. Like, yeah, you should check it out and watch, right? Maybe you get hooked on NASCAR. So it's always good to to get eyes anywhere you can. And maybe, you know, somebody's flipping through the TV and they're like, oh, yeah, is that Malcolm in the Middle in this race? And then, and then they start watching and then gets gets the snowball effect rolling, right? And they they start getting into it and end up here where we are. Well, we will keep you posted on his movements in in the sport uh, as they progress. But yeah, it's just a very it's an interesting story, uh, an interesting uh, entry into into the world of of motor racing as far as NASCAR is concerned. So um, again, just congrats, Freddie and or Frankie or Freddie or Frankie Frankie Munez, Freddie Frankie. Uh, whatever. Anyways, uh, yeah, congrats. Hopefully he does He's good things. He's our favorite Freddie named Frankie, right? Dude, you just <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> Back to the, the whole uh, Sheldon Creed, Stuart, Sheldon Creed, Stuart Friesen, Canadian, California. I'd like to say that my accuracy of words is at the very least 95%. So, I mean, you know, I, I'll take that for as much as I talk in this world if, if i'm talking with an accuracy rate of 95 percent, i feel like i'm doing good it's that's pretty 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 good uh, batting average there you <laughs> you'd take that in baseball right <laughs> you would too hey you'd be a hall of famer and then some uh, yeah no kidding <laughs> so uh, all right cody uh let, let's pick one more story to to wrap things up today 
Yeah, well, I got. I'm gonna go with two things because I I can. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, just one quick thing that I I saw tonight and got me really excited. We're recording this on Monday night, right before the the football game, right? So I set my lineup uh, earlier on, on DK uh, for for the football game tonight. Put Tom Brady in as a captain. <laughs> Playoff Tom Brady. I mean, come on, right? It's obvious. So I'll win a bunch of money, and that'll be fun. But as I was scrolling through, I noticed that you can enter some contests where you're going to win entries into a Millie maker for the Daytona 500. So they had that last year, bringing it back this year. Um, so we will have a Millie maker for the Daytona 500. And again, we've talked about those are the craziest lineups to make, right? And it's, it's going to be insane to, to see the people you can put in there and how you can cash it and how much money you can leave on the table. We talked about that last year, right? Like you can leave ten, fifteen thousand dollars worth of salary on the table for the optimal lineup sometimes. And things get crazy and weird. I always talk about it. My daughter literally draws numbers out of a hat, and that's how I create a bunch of just random lineups. Like she loves when they're going to super speedways because I mix them all in there and let her pick out some lineups. And I've won some decent money doing it that way in the past. Hit a hit a few contests here and there. So that's gonna be fun. Um and yeah, hopefully with our, our expanded coverage this year, maybe we'll have a chance to actually have some lineups. Um, and with the lineup being set a little earlier in the week with the duels, I don't, I have to check and see what day the duels actually are, but I think, I feel like they're on like Wednesday or Thursday. So that might give us uh, the opportunity to to throw out a few, film few, uh, Millie maker lineups there at the end and see if we can, uh, hit one, hit one big on the show. Like, uh, like Sean green did a few years ago with, uh, the NFL where he, he got second place in the Millie Maker with a lineup he gave out on the Sports Gambling Podcast, which is uh, pretty pretty freaking sweet. Yeah, it is. And, of course, nobody else backed with him, so he got it. Yeah, so it was all his, right? That's uh, the mistake you get for listening to that and uh, not doing it. Exactly. That was before I was a listener, so I can... I could say I didn't not follow him and uh, lose out on all that money. <laughs> well, we'll make sure though to to make an episode in between that. We'll we'll definitely throw a special uh, Millie Maker episode of DFS because last year we weren't doing DFS uh, in, in around the Daytona right. 500 time. Yeah, right. I mean, this yeah, is just. Was, the, I mean, we had just started. We just started. I was looking it up actually because uh, I was curious. We started this show January 27th was our first episode last year, and this is by the way episode 97. Coming up on a hundred rod. Oh my goodness. Uh, it's crazy that, that we've been on this ride for a year and we're almost a hundred episodes in. That's pretty insane. We'll have to do something big for a hundred, of course. Of course. Um, but yeah. And so, yeah, at that time, right. It was one show a week. We were just kind of throwing some bets out there. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I'd never done any podcasting or, or public talking at all ever. So I was like, you know, I was just shy, little timid Cody at the time. Not so much anymore. But, uh, but yeah, we didn't uh, we didn't talk about fantasy. We didn't talk about DFS. So the Millie Maker was there. We might have, you know, said, "Oh, hey, make sure you enter some Millie Maker." But we didn't talk about it. But now, right, we've got the fantasy episode every week where we we give out, you know, some of our favorite plays and whatnot. And so, yeah, a chance this year to build some Millie Maker lineups. That's going to be a ton of fun. So. Yeah, as I was going to enter my football lineup tonight, I was like, "Oh hell yes, this is." Uh, I've been I've been keeping an eye out, waiting because they did this last year. That was kind of how we knew there's not a NASCAR's not up in the pool yet at all or anything. And so that'll be something fun to talk about when we do get into to get those up. But knowing that that you can win the contest now, entries at least, 
is a positive sign that that's obviously going to be there for the 500. So I am personally very excited about that. Let's go. But then other big story I wanted to talk about, um, the cars tour, which is a late model, uh, racing tour. They, it's, they do late model races on, on cement, like not like your dirt late models, but cement race. Um, yeah, races. And that's Dale Earnhardt Jr. Has been doing a lot of racing with that lately. He drove that number three sun drop car. Um, they did some stuff at North Wilkesboro with the revival stuff. That was what kind of kicked into, Hey, let's make this the all-star event and all of that. The cars tour has been purchased, um, and, and has some new owners. Um, maybe you've heard of some of these guys before Dale Earnhardt Jr. Uh, Kevin Harvick, Jeff Burton and Justin Marks. So <laughs> all, you know, for all former NASCAR drivers, uh, all of them, and then obviously everybody knows who Dale Earnhardt Jr. is. Kevin Harvick is about to retire and hang it up. So this gives him something else to do in retirement. Uh, Burton, Jeff Burton, of course, we know him as a former driver and he's now on NBC with his coverage there as well. And then Justin Marks, owner of Trackhouse um, and doing so much good stuff over there. Um, specifically, Earnhardt Jr., we've talked about him and his history of the sport and how, he, how much he helps racing is, is absolutely insane. Justin Marks is, is a close second to him with what he does for racing. They've got this Project 91. We've we mentioned Kimi Raikkonen a few times just today, right? Brought him over to race in NASCAR from F1. And, and so these guys do so much for racing and so much for for NASCAR in general. But um, so I wanted to kind of talk, talk about the history of the Cars Tour and some of the names we've seen come up through it, right? Um, so Robert Brooks, who is the owner slash creator of Hooters actually created this series. Um, in 1992, Alan Kowicki won the NASCAR championship in the Hooters car. Um, and then in 1993, the following season, Kowicki was killed in a plane crash and Robert Brooks's son, Mark Brooks was on the plane with him, um, along with Dan Duncan and the pilot, Charlie Campbell. Um, and they all four perished in the accident. And so Robert Brooks decided to create this tour as kind of like a, a memory legacy, right. To carry on, um, the, the, to remember these guys and their contributions to NASCAR and the sport. Kowicki was the reigning cup series champion at the time, then killed in the, in the plane crash. And he was a big Hooters guy. They had sponsored him and all of that. And then of course, with Robert's son, Mark being on that plane as well, um, so they created the Cars Tour. So it's been around since 1993 as a, as a touring series. Um, and, and then lately, Josh Berry, right, ran the Cars Tour, was big in that. He came from iRacing, and that's where Dale Earnhardt Jr., again, doing great things for the sport, right, finds Josh Berry on iRacing, <laughs> gets to know uh, Josh Berry, gets him in his late model, and he Josh Berry carried Jr.'s motor, uh, late model program for years as the driver he worked on the cars everything right and then has parlayed that into now he's in the xfinity series now junior says he should be a cup series champion if he gets the right opportunity eventually like so all that from iRacing and then from the cars tour years and years on the cars tour that's why we talk about barry being a little bit older because he has all that experience in the cars tour and running other late model stuff as well but uh so yeah, so Barry is kind of the the biggest, most notable name that we've seen race recently. 
again, we mentioned Travis Quaffle earlier. His son has replaced Barry as that late model driver for junior Carson Quaffle, and he's been tearing it up in the cars tour um, and, and in the late model ranks period. He's probably going to be following the Josh Berry tract of getting into NASCAR that way. Um, now he's got the legacy, of course. His dad was in, in the Cup Series and in the top three series there for a while um, in a notable name. But William Byron, Christopher Bell, other guys that have been in this series in the past, and obviously they're Cup Series stars now, right? Byron, multiple wins for Hendrick Motorsports, the best in the garage. Christopher Bell made the Final Four this past season. He won two and a half races if you're going to count cardboard gate you could say three uh but so yeah these guys are guys that are you know have have made it up to the top series made it big time now um and went through the cars tour to get there or along the way um so it's going to be exciting to kind of see what these these four former nascar drivers slash nascar owners kevin harvick we talked about his management team right he's, he's got the management group that does this stuff that's all going to help with that i'm sure um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they kind of do with this tour, taking it forward. And it's great to see these guys giving back to the sport that got them to where they're at, right? They're all successful from being in racing, from being in NASCAR. And now they're, they're giving that back on a, on a grassroots level, right? Um, where we're younger guys and, and guys that don't have the funding necessarily be in, in the NASCAR series are, are racing in these, these tours, like the cars tour, and that's the series that, you know, if you don't get a NASCAR race that comes to your backyard, you might have that local track that does get this type of stuff. And that's how I grew up. Now, mine was dirt racing, right? I, there was multiple dirt tracks. We had a schedule every week. We had a Friday night stop, a Saturday night stop, and a Sunday night stop. And that's where we saw these local guys, these local tours. This is the same thing for the people who have the asphalt tracks near them. Um, so make sure you're going out and supporting those local tracks because they mean a lot to racing. And these guys funnel their way up through these types of series that's the thing about racing too i mean i know the the funnel to get to the nfl or even the nhl or some of these you know baseball whatever nba the, the funnel's always thin to get there and but the, the the nfl employs you know 30 or 30 different teams and 52 different players i mean that's still a lot of 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 players and and folks to be able to to participate in the highest level of the sport nascar fields 36 cars on the main track. That is only 36 opportunities to be at the highest level of this sport. Now, granted, of course, in racing, you've got all sorts of racing at highest levels, Indy, F1. But then again, underneath that, there's there's NASCAR, uh, there's the Xfinity Series, there's a Truck Series, there's ARCA, there's Late Model, there's uh, F2, there's F3, F like a million, whatever the other Indy stuff. So like the thing about racing, is there's a lot of good drivers, right? I mean, this isn't like the uh, uh, the other sports where, um, I mean, it's not like there's not a lot of good football players, but at the same time, you know, like th there's a, a wide, you can support such a gigantic amount of offerings in each of these. So for those four to start this series, I'm wondering now what that means later on down the road as far as like, is this going to be a true minor league to even the truck series or is this going to replace arca or you know what what are we in for with this series now and what does that mean for the sport because nascar could very well start to breed these guys 
from that to bring him up as well, especially given the fact that you've got Harvick, you've got Earnhardt, you've got Marks, you've got Burton. Like those four names are monumental names in the sport. So carry with them some serious weight. And if they say to them, if they say to NASCAR, hey, we want to be your your low A or your, you know, high A ball, I'm pretty sure that NASCAR will allow them to do so because obviously that's kind of what it is. Now and then of course what does that mean for, like you said, like your local tracks? Does that is that a touring thing? Will they start to come out to, to places like my me out in the middle of nowhere in California? Like, yeah, and I don't know off the look because they. I mean, this so this series is has been around, of course, but they do it is a touring series, um, and so I don't know. See if I can pull up the schedule here quickly and where all they kind of go. Um, but yeah, it, it is as far as local tracks. I mean. If if you've got one that's somewhere near you that that they race at, of course this doesn't tell me where these tracks are at, but they're at Caraway Speedway to open the season. Um, they go to like the Motor Mile, South Boston, Hickory, uh, Tri County. Uh, so I wonder these are probably mostly in the North Carolina areas, my guess, or up in the the more northeast-ish area east coast i guess so um it, it makes sense that it would be that way yeah but like you you said you know this they could expand that even more right this this is an established tour that's been doing that well now with these guys coming in does nascar take a greater interest it says dale Earnhardt jr his name on the door like that that's something that nascar wants to associate with in any way they can right and so maybe they can expand it more maybe you end up with a cars tour west right where it is in california and and they go to portland and seattle and and some of these the west coast stuff and stuff like that so there i don't i haven't seen necessarily i haven't read too much at least on what exactly their plans are but it does open up a lot of doors and you want to go somewhere and get noticed maybe you go somewhere where two guys that own nascar teams a guy that has a nascar management company are going to be at here and there and paying attention that that might be a, a good place to go. So that should be good for them and, and helping that out. And and again, just the that grassroots type of racing. And that's where that's where we get these guys from. That's where every all all these NASCAR Cup Series stars started somewhere small. They didn't just yes, you have some some differences like a Frankie Muniz. He's he's got the resources and, and the fame and whatnot to be able to just jump in an ARCA car and that's different. But a Kyle Larson grew up racing those dirt tracks every weekend. Right. And it was him and his dad and his mom and, and they just did it until he's got to the level where he's at now, where he's going to be running the double with NASCAR and with IndyCar and he's running dirt tracks every weekend and, and all this other stuff. But these guys all have to start somewhere. And these types of things are what funnel them up towards the top and give us the talents of Kyle Larson, of Tyler Reddick, of Kyle Busch, that these top talented guys that we have, um, and so it's just, it's great for, for just racing in general, for these guys to, to have purchased this tour and continue to, to hopefully build on what's already been established there. I can't wait to see how that one pans out. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's again, all of the, all of the stuff in the off season, it's like, you're, all we can say is I can't wait to see this. And this is definitely <laughs> one of those things that I can't wait to see. Um, you know, cause again, the family lineage too, in a lot of these is, is always there and it feels like those family members, uh, can get another opportunity to, to, you know, grandchildren or, or even, uh, sons and daughters of, of race car drivers that want to participate. So 
lots of fun to be had, and I'm sure hanging out with their their parents, especially like Kevin Harvick, right? This may be an opportunity for one of his kids to get in a ride. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would imagine someday you're going to see Keelan Harvick, and if his daughter decides she's she's pretty young still, but I've seen stuff with her in the go-karts and stuff now, and so, you know, is that something where she gets up there? Um, and yeah, you've got, I mean, Dale Earnhardt Jr., his, his daughters are pretty young still, but he's got a niece and a nephew, uh, Kelly's kids that, that are coming up through the racing ranks. And yeah, so I think this will, that, that this platform's already been there for these guys, but, but I think that this will help expand that platform even more and, uh, and maybe bring it to, to another level. Like in junior's already done that when he races in those races, right? People show up because Dale Earnhardt Jr. is going to be racing and, and everybody wants to see that, but, but having them even more involved, um, I, I think will only help even more than, than it already has. That dude's still got drawing power after all these years. It's so yeah. insane. <laughs> like that's, that's gotta be NASCAR's favorite when he announces his Xfinity series races and ticket sales are just booming for those races because people want to see him and, and he's a legend of the sport, right? He's, he's was the most popular driver for, 16 years in a row or something like that. He's obviously got the legacy of his father who we didn't get to see finish it out. Right. And he had to pass that to Dale jr. When we lost him. And, and so, yeah, there's, he's obviously he's, he's the big name and people want to see him and we're lucky that he still gets out there and does it because he don't have to do anything. He can go sit on a beach the rest of his life. If he wants, he's got so much money, but he still does podcasts and digs into the history of things. Is that TV show, you know, where they, they go to lost tracks and he's been huge proponent of iRacing and building that since day one, he did iRacing before people knew what computers were, it seems like, and stuff like that. I mean, back in the very beginning of it, and he tells stories about his dad making fun of him. He's always on that damn video game, right? And what it's become now, right? If, if senior could see, um, but yeah, the, the stuff he does for NASCAR is incredible. And uh, yeah, he's, man, so thankful for that guy. Indeed. All right. Well, like I said, we'll see how this all shakes out. We'll see if that means anything to the sport for having back as an owner in some capacity in not just a team, but in an entire entity. So a lot of fun. Um, all right, Cody. Well, we still got plenty to talk about when we come back tomorrow. Uh, I'm sure you've got that long list of off-season I got, notes. I got that. <laughs> Seems like the list gets longer even when we do stories. It's still longer than it was when we started. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the, the news never sleeps. And as we ramp up toward the beginning of the season, it's definitely going to take off from there. So, um, all right, Cody. Well, until tomorrow then, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media? Yep. Find me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, had some more NFL stuff out this weekend. Probably going to be some more of that as we continue through the NFL playoffs. Had an F1 uh, wins, win totals, best bets article come out today. Um, I, it's hard to remember which one it was that came out today. There's a lot in the works, and but whatever. That's the one that came out today. Uh, IndyCar stuff that's out there, more IndyCar stuff coming. Some NASCAR stuff that's out there, more NASCAR stuff coming. So follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, share it all there and then get in the Discord with us as well. Always try to share those articles to the appropriate channels and make sure that if you're in there that, that you're able to see that stuff. Indeed. Make sure you follow him. Good follow. Good man. Good good time. If you're just joining the show uh, for the first time, you know, this is the real star, Cody. Me? You can follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. There's a link in the bottom. Everything I've got going on, whether it's here, whether it's the Sportsbook Review, whether it's in between media, or of course my buddies at the Bay or at Bay Area Sports Wrap. Uh, doing stuff for them in the 49ers postseason. 
All right, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk about some more NASCAR stuff, some more racing things. But until then, everybody, let's go racing and let it ride.